With me is coffee-carrying co-host Kirsty Logan. I am so caffeinated. <laughs> yes, this is not a mistake. <laughs> this can't possibly go wrong. My second coffee like, of the day. I don't know why I picked mine up. So <laughs> just, here we are. It's like we're advertising caffeinated to nobody. <laughs> grain and grind. <laughs> Thanks, grain and grind. We like your coffee very much. We do, which is why I'm there most days. I know. I know, it's lame. In fact, I bumped into you yesterday and I was like, I bet that's where you're going. <laughs> it wasn't. Well, <laughs> for once. Every time I go in there, I see you pretty much. I know. It's sad. Yeah, I know. There you go. You've got so much money off us. I know, but they're great though. I know they are great. And the coffee's very affordable. It's very good. Yes. And they uh, burn it. That's not right. Roast it themselves. <laughs> We're not being sponsored by Grain <laughs> no, and Grind. No, I know. We're, we if have only. no connection. Yeah. But I'm not saying we wouldn't take sponsorship, <laughs> but we don't currently have it. Okay. No, that's not true. No advertising on this podcast whatsoever. No, there should be. Yeah, but there isn't. I'm up for it. <laughs> well, that's something to think about. Anyway, what are we doing today? We're doing Return of the Vampire. By our girl, by CBBC. CBC. Now, what do you think about this cover? <sighs> I think it's all right. Um, <sighs> I'm having opinions. not really relevant to the story, but it's, it's creepy. Yeah. I like... So, it's a mirror. It's a sort of gilt-framed oval mirror. Do you think it costs six million dollars? I think it costs six million dollars. <laughs> There's not a was possibility. Was that the right amount? Two million. I How think it was a million. Oh, a million. Even it one million. It costs a trillion dollars. <laughs> That's a reference to another episode, by the way. Not. The, not I was going to call weird. it the medallion. Second sight. <laughs> the medallion. The medallion. Should have been called that. Yeah. Um, was that this series? I think so. Yeah, Jesus it was right at Christ. the start. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, but that's slightly too low on the. Uh, cover mm. for my liking and there's like a blood splatter on the mirror uh, well, I wasn't say it didn't make sense but it kind of does it more looks like someone spat blood at a mirror yeah and but it's what sort of trickled down what they've had to do is pretend there's a light shining across the entire top of the mirror and the things <laughs> in order for them to illuminate the wallpaper that looks like that stuff that's um velvet flock is that what that's called I think so. It's got velvet and then not velvet bits. Yep, flock. That's what they call it. I don't know anything velvet. about it. Not velvet. <laughs> I don't know anything about decor. That's your two options. <laughs> about ten years ago, everyone had that on one wall. Yeah. In like their living room. On the feature wall. Yes, the feature mm-hmm. wall. Um, and it says the return of the vampire in dark blue, sort of vampire writing that I quite like. I, th- I quite like the cover. He's back for more. And it's got the dot 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 that you hate. Oh, it didn't even occur to me that it was the same vampire as the other one, even though it's called Return of the Vampire. Really? I don't know. I mean, did just... you read this book? I did. He just <laughs> seemed vaguely vampiric. Yeah, he was the exact same character, though. Yeah, but they've not got much in the way of personality, really. He's have still they? mossy in Grant's wishes, which is how we're doing <laughs> vampires now. Yeah. What is he? That's a ju- anyway. Let's we'll get, we'll get into, into, into this book. Okay. I'm going to say up front, I was quite disappointed. Yes, me too. I usually love CBC. She's our girl. She's by far the best point horror writer. She's by far the most literary. Yep. She writes the most unusual ones and she's got the best prose and like batshit descriptions that I love. But this book, it was just the same as 
the first book. It was just the same as the cheerleader. But less good. But yeah, it was like a kind of shit version with like a sappy ending. Yeah. Anyway, we'll tell you all about it. Yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> we meet our heroine, who inexplicably is called Devni Fountain. <laughs> That's not a name, is it? Devni <laughs> Fountain is her name. Yeah, I've which... got issues. I'm not sure about this. Is that how you say it? Devney. Devney? Devney. I don't know, maybe you don't pronounce some of the letters or you pronounce more? Which ones would you not pronounce? Devn. Dean. Devney. <laughs> maybe it's a silent V. Denay. Denay? It could be Denay. It's the fountain part that bothers me. I feel like you could have got away with Devney or you could have got away with fountain. Devney you can't fountain. have both. Devney, it's just such a weird... Devney. And there's a character called Trey. <sighs> I hate Trey Devney. Like a tray that you put your food on. Or just like someone trying to say that something's very much so in French. <laughs> I am Trey Parry. <laughs> Trey Fountain <laughs> right now, please. God. You would be so French if you were called Trey Parry. Trey Parry. <laughs> God. Maybe I will have a baby and maybe I'll call it Trey just to be obnoxious. Trey Parry. So Devney Fountain has just moved to the tower house from the previous book, The Cheerleader, where Althea lived. Mm -hmm. And like Althea, Devney wants to be popular and beautiful. Don't we all? No, actually. No. (laughs) Don't really like people. (laughs) I want to have stronger legs and be creative. Yeah. (laughs) That's my main goals. And also have a swishy bob, as mentioned previously. That's all I care about. Like all the CBC heroines, she is very overdramatic. They're all like that. They're, and, I mean, I can connect with that. I was like that as a teenager and an adult. I, I see you looking at me, Parry. <laughs> Sorry, you can see my face, can't you? She's it's always a melodramatic person, much like myself. And here we have... But so I feel like there's a few examples in this. Usually I really like CBC's descriptions. But a few times she should have been reined in. Editor, you should have been on this. Here's an example. She should have been reined in at Devney. <sighs> right. <laughs> Please. You could maybe have, like, you know, Devney Smith. You can't have Devney Fountain. I, I'm not okay with Devney. still not feeling it, okay. I've never heard of a person called Devney. So Devney. Devney. Here's Devney. Like, dead knee. My knee's gone dead. <laughs> Such a reach to be I anything. know. <laughs> I'm not good at puns. <laughs> I don't even think that was... Anyway, whatever was that was approaching. <laughs> it wasn't even a pun, just a purr. So here's Devney talking about her bed. Oh, oh, oh. No, there's no sexy bits in this. Quote, It was a romantic bed with its sleigh back and lacy white ruffle, high mattress and sheets with dark, mysterious flowers. Mysterious <laughs> flowers? They're not mysterious, though, are they? It's just you've got floral sheets. <laughs> not mysterious it's not even unless you bought them and they were plain and then there were flowers on them these mysterious flowers have appeared they're not mysterious yeah and it's not the flowers that are mysterious it's the pattern can i borrow the book a second you can't you just can't stop it cbc you've gone too far we yeah i if we're going right into this i have an issue with like the haunted flaps right so (laughs) why did you say that when i had a bit of coffee (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Spat coffee on my laptop. So, for those of you who've not heard us discuss the cheerleader, which you could go back and listen to if you like to lead you nicely into this. Yeah, I'm going to just shut up until you do so. Okay, you're back. (laughs) 
So now you'll know that the shutters in this tower are haunted and that that means vagina. And so, the, yeah, we took shutters to mean labia. Labia. Because there are both inner and outer shutters, much like a vagina. Well, I'm glad you say that, Kirsty. So let me describe this to you. <clears throat> Devney had never come across shutters on the inside of a house. Their new home had shutters all on the outside, louvered, I don't know what that means, broken shutters that banged in the wind and creaked in the night. But at the other tower, sorry, the tower had another set on the inside, strapped down with black metal. So you just bought a house that's covered in labia. Yeah, or also <laughs> she's just discovered her own vagina. Oh, no, She's but... only ever really dealt with the outside, but now she's dealing with the inside. Well, it can now kind of make that really gross. We'll just quick flip open these shutters, her father had said. <laughs> oh, no. And then the sunlight will stream into your new bedroom. Well, I did have the alternate <laughs> reading of the last one that she was being abused. Oh, yeah, you did. And it was... Oh, my God, no. All Maybe... a massive metaphor. I didn't really see this one as a massive metaphor, to be honest. No. Why well, see this as mainly a failing to carry a metaphor through to a second instance. To be fair, we applied the metaphor. Yeah. I, I'm, so. I don't think it was fully intentional on CBC's part. But just like, all I could think of then was just a house covered in labia. Oh <laughs> no. And I was like, that must be really difficult to paint. Yeah. Both inside and outside. Or maybe it would, would they have hair on, if it was outer labia, would they have hair? And then that would be quite good, I was going to say conditioning, insulation. Well, yeah, but also get shit trapped in it. Yeah, you'd need to wash it. You need to you need to condition it. Yeah, you and would. And cut it back. Yeah. Well, would it grow Would it be though? pebble dashed on the outside? So many questions. <laughs> we need answers, CBC. <laughs> Come on. CBC, get into... <laughs> please, please don't ever know that we said this about your book, CBC. Oh, no. I we do love your love other it. books. We just didn't like this one. Okay. Okay. Speaking of the shutters, um, Devney in her room with the mysterious flowers... She wants to feel the shutters, but, quote, some other hand appears. Oh. I'll tell you about this hand. Quote, it's cold and horny <laughs> and soft like rotting fruit. It oh, also, wait, sorry, sorry, horny. Horny. Is it like it's got horns on it or it just grabs a tip? I think it means like... Um, <laughs> it grabs a <laughs> <laughs> I think it, I think it means horny like, like rough. Right. Like if you've got like horny heels, then they're like rough skin and oh you never heard that phrase i, I thought it had a literal horn on it like, i don't think that's rhinoceros <laughs> and no i think it just means like rough and hard but obviously we're like <laughs> horny <laughs> um also the hand has got long nails that are silver and kind of crinkled like tin foil so i'm like it's a pervy drag queen <laughs> just grabbed a tip yeah knock <laughs> yeah so she's gone to touch her own labia but someone's already reaching for it with their drag queen hand. I mean, that would be unsettling. I mean, it would be. Especially if you didn't know they were there. If a drag queen just appeared, just unexpectedly. Your if you're like, I'm just going to touch my leg. Whoa. I'd be like, can you take that tinfoil off your hand, please, before we get started? Because it's... that's going to make some noise. Yeah. And, and I just feel like it will set my teeth on edge. Yeah. That if they like scrape against each other, the nails. I just, it's not applicable to that situation take that take it off someone's into that someone's into everything everything you can possibly think of someone's into it sorry it's horrible isn't it's it just the way it is it's rule something i can't remember what the number is rule number <laughs> 34 something i think it is 52 yeah. so also we have a little bit of class snobbery going on here because devney lives with her family here's what her family are like quote her father loved television her brother loved sports. Her mother loved cooking. 
how she wished for something more special people who did not fit into such a suburban stereotypes. <gasps> she wants much more than this provincial life. She wants much more than this provincial... Yes. That's like 90% of Point Horror heroines want much more than this provincial life. It also you, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't feel like this about my family. Oh, no, your My dad didn't like TV. Class. My brother didn't like sports. My mother didn't like cooking. You see, we liked... But, like, we like all of those things in my family. I mean, Hockey and I like TV. Telly. I don't like cooking. I like eating. And I don't like sports. <laughs> don't like sports ball. But <laughs> Maybe. anyway, her whole thing is like, oh, they're so typical and suburban and I'm, I want to be special. I want yeah, to be better. But she's not. Well, she's not really, is she? No. And she doesn't even sad. become really. But I feel like that was a bit of, like a bit of class snobbery. I think that she wants to be a sort of, not even middle class, upper class mm. sort of, fancy lady yeah or just like i i can kind of relate in that i was like oh my family's just so boring <laughs> but they were but now i realize that that is such a privilege i didn't really think mine were particularly boring oh i thought mine were very boring like my parents like routine you know i mean that's just being an adult because i love routine now yeah, all the true. stuff what, was that not on twitter all the stuff that was a punishment when you were a kid like going to bed early or not going to a party or having to read is like now you're like please can i do those things can i get in the bath and have a book <laughs> that's all i want in life um no i see i'm not like that I, I can't do routine for very long um but yeah i was just like oh why don't why isn't why is my family weird why isn't one of them like interesting like yeah. But mm. then I realise I don't want them to be. So you're Devney? No, I don't think so. Yes, you are. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, no. So then maybe you are Devney because then she goes to school and she fancies the fucking arse off this girl. But, I mean, it's presented as she's envious of her. Right, okay then. Here we go. So she's at school, gone to this new school, first day. The girl if you could use such a boring word for this breathtaking creature, was achingly lovely. All willowy and delicate adjectives applied to her. She was fragile in a dark silken blouse with a long chiffon skirt swirling below. I mean, glad it's not above, but okay. Her soft black hair was perfectly cut to fall swoopingly over her forehead and skid around her pretty ears. The back was very short with a single wave. She seemed far older than Devney would ever be, a sophisticated, fragile creature. And yet she seemed far younger, caught in some wonderful warp of innocence and perfection before the world touched her, before pain and loss. My name is Arissa, said the girl softly, and her voice too was beautiful, as if she possessed a velvet throat. Tell me she does not fancy her. Well. Come on now. To bring queer subtext quite a lot forward, she fancies all of them. Mm -hmm. this, is how, this is how we get Arissa on just the next page. Arissa would run the tip of her tongue over her upper lip as if savouring her own taste and shape. She would flip her gleaming hair back with her left hand, tick it, tuck it behind her ear and sort of kiss the air when the black locks immediately fell back where they had been. Her face was constantly in motion. It never fell into repose. So I picked up that bit as well because that's like Jethro in Stranger. Yeah, <laughs> His face was always moving. It's weird. CBC obviously thinks it's hot when people's faces are constantly moving. If someone's got ADHD, she must be like, oh my God. I mean, why does she think still? that's attractive? I don't get it. Have you also got the little bit about Victoria later on? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, later on is now. Okay. <laughs> because, yeah, not only does she fancy, I forgot her name already, Arissa. 
so much. She also is creaming over Victoria. Creaming over. Oh, right? God, every time. No, I'm more <laughs> disgusted with you. I'm not agreeing. <laughs> she is, though. She is, yeah, absolutely. I didn't have to phrase it that way. <laughs> she is humping Victoria's leg. Yes, thank you. Okay. That's a bit better. Will you... Is it? <laughs> I don't know, cream, I really I know, don't know. it's cream. gross, isn't it? I don't um, know why I said that. I never say that normally. No, you've said it several times I on the podcast I say lots of before. things on the podcast that I never say in real life. I don't know why. <laughs> it's because it's the pressure of being like listened rotten. to. Rotten. <laughs> I haven't said rotten for ages. Oh, I rotten. never say it in life. Um, do you have the bit, or shall I read this out? You do it. It might be the same bit, it might not be. Victoria. It's the joy of mystery. <laughs> Victoria was a sort of reverse of Arissa. A bold, sweeping, athletic, rich beauty. A girl on a yacht or on skis. The girl who had skimmed <laughs> the problems of life, laughing and full of energy. What a good name Victoria was for her. Yeah. So she likes two women. She's obsessed with two women who are completely different. Girl, you are gay! G-A-Y gay! <laughs> I wonder what is the same of these two people. They're both women! <laughs> You're gay! What could the connection be? I'm obsessed with them and I don't know why! I just can't stop looking at them. Oh! I guess this whole book you could read as like her, well, I suppose, let's do a queer alternate reading. The whole book is her realising that she's queer. She's realising, well, maybe I'm being too kind on it. Because this whole book, she's like, I'm obsessed with these women. I guess I want to be them. But then at the end, she's like, no, oh, I, I don't, don't want to be them. them. I just want to fuck them. So I like to think that Return of the Vampire 2 <laughs> will be her just banging loads of girls at her school. It's the L word. Yeah. I'm going to Google Caroline B. Cooney because okay. she thinks she's gay. I don't think so. Although I was massively complimented that someone on Twitter thought I looked like her. I was like, yes, this is my dream. Thank you. <laughs> you are just going to morph into her as you age. Right? I <laughs> hope she's great. gay. I hope she's gay. I'm becoming my editor, actually. My editor at Harville Secker. When we first met, we didn't look very similar. And as time has gone on, we've, we've ended up with the same glasses and almost the same haircut. <laughs> I, we're just becoming the same person. I mean, that's... I mean, effective. She is a fucking badass, so I don't mind looking like her. Also, you won't need editing then, because you can just self-edit. I will always need editing. <laughs> <laughs> Every writer needs an edit. Very and true. Rice, I'm talking to you. Yeah. I'm sure you listen to this. <laughs> you need an editor. Everybody needs an editor. Oh, I don't think she's gay, you know. No, I don't think she's either. Although people are very much pointing out that she loves a lesbian. Well, do you know what? Maybe she wants to have men as partners but she just super appreciates beautiful women maybe she's been forced into a marriage maybe a lavender marriage maybe yeah maybe she is um a secret gay man maybe um, i don't know maybe she i think lots of people like they they will appreciate a particular gender but they don't necessarily want to sleep with them or be with them but they can appreciate their beauty and wonder no i think everyone is gay <laughs> <laughs> well the other way around annie only wants to be with women well hopefully one woman being me haha <laughs> since we're married um but she can appreciate if a man is like good looking or sexy mm, okay but she doesn't necessarily like fancy him herself but she can be like that is a good looking man i can appreciate the beauty of him okay well, that's cool yeah it doesn't say that she's married to a man here oh so maybe she is or she married... doesn't say anything about her relationships or married to someone with like a gender neutral name like sam and yeah. It could be anybody. Mm. I mean, we're just gonna fanfic CBC yeah. <laughs> and just decide. I'm just gonna write wife. I'm gonna write husband. See what comes up. Although, didn't someone tell us that Carmen Adams is a 
she's a queer woman. So Carmen Adams, who did The Claw, which we did a few episodes ago, is a pen name for someone whose name escapes me at the moment. But she is a queer woman and has won or been shortlisted for the Lambda Award ah. for lesbian fiction. Hmm. So any queer subtext that we saw in there, I'm was pretty correct. sure was correct or intentional. Queer Dar is firmly on. Right? Okay. Well, although we've queered just about every point in our book. <laughs> <laughs> they can't all be queer. Excuse me, Robot Stein is straight is an arrow. <laughs> He's, like, obnoxiously straight. Yeah. Like, doesn't like women. He is a cishet white man. To every degree. We're not saying that he's a racist misogynist. I am! (laughs) At this point, I am. Okay, then. No, I won't, because he's still alive. So, maybe litigious. (laughs) Let me tell you about Devney, just to get you away from being sued there. She is horny as fuck. Because she's loving these women, but she also takes a bit of time to perv on Trey... Wouldn't you? Who, quote, is utterly male and muscular and tall and slightly ferocious. Utterly male. Utterly male. (laughs) She's a unicorn. I imagine him as, like, Wolverine. (laughs) Gaston. Yeah, Gaston. (laughs) Wolverine mixed with Gaston. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But although she is perving on boys, they get a real, like, light touch of description because this other boy, we get, quote, he too was handsome. <laughs> Whereas, as you've seen, all the girls get paragraphs. Yes. I just want to tell you about how great she is. This guy, he's very masculine. He's the one quite handsome, yes. They're all handsome. But the women. Oh. oh! Let me tell you. She's a burgeoning bi. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Like, you know the men define the hormones that happen. You want to get fucked fine. But the women! <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like that. I'm like... A guy's nice. Mm. I'll bang a guy, but women, come on now. They'll fuck you up. I think that's how in a good way. All bisexual women. <laughs> like, yes, yes, yes. Okay, but look <laughs> That's fine. But also this. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been like a sort of dreamy and crazy about a guy the way I have about women. Do like, you know I've like fancied and loved men, but not in the same. Maybe I'm just super queer. I don't know. Do you want to hear a really sad but accurate thing that David said about me yesterday? Um, we're having a minor argument, <laughs> mainly related to uh, housework, and um, he was like, "I just really feel like I just don't want to be like you know a, a guy like that because you hate guys." Oh, <laughs> oh, that's kind of accurate. I think a lot of straight women as well really struggle with that they're like men are assholes but i like men yeah. just not the same ones love this <laughs> love you but all the but, rest of them yeah looking awful right yeah which is that's hard yeah that's a hard shift i think a lot of men hate men as well do you think in not like individual men but like the concept of masculinity well, they hate patriarchy they, yes they hate patriarchy they, and hate they hate toxic masculinity that is exactly correct mm-hmm. i don't hate men i really love men i really love specific men as well mm-hmm. isn't like very good friends of mine but toxic masculinity is overwhelming like mm-hmm. i remember having a conversation with someone um actually it was david again <laughs> when i say conversation we do I was know mainly, other people other than mainly, our partners and each other that's mainly yelling while driving about how a woman once tweeted that she fucking hated all men. And he said that was ridiculous. And I was like, well, here's what it actually means. Like, when you know, when a lot of women you know have been sexually assaulted or harassed by men, and when you go about your day and men barge in on it. Do you know what I mean? And this is something that men can feel as well. So I was like, it's more to do with masculinity than it is people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the system under which we all labour that they're talking about there. But 
Yeah, I mean, it's not a direct analogy, but there are similarities to, say, conversations about race. Yes. I feel like we could be like, this conversation about Disney aerial casting, that is some white bullshit. Hmm. And we can say that as white people, that, like, we're the problem. Not us directly, but our kind. Yeah, and we can say, like, well, I fucking hate whiteness. That's toxic whiteness. Yeah, you hate toxic whiteness. You hate Mm -hmm. white fragility. Yeah. Doesn't mean you hate every white people. I'm sure some people do, and, you know, fair enough, (laughs) because we're all kind of part of it. But, yeah. And also, you could say the same about um, ableism. Yeah. You could say that's some ableist bullshit. You could say the same about cis normativity. Mm -hmm. You could say the same about heteronormativity. And you obviously don't hate all heterosexual people. You just hate, like, the bullshit. We don't hate the players. We hate the games. Exactly. We hate the systems. Anarchy! the patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about... Queer lust in point horror. This is our PhD (laughs) thesis. Um, However, let's get back to Devney Fountain. I feel like, am I just going too far with this as I always do with jokes on this podcast? Also, I've had most of this cup of coffee, so I'm feeling a bit excited. (laughs) But do you feel like Devney Fountain is a sexual thing that someone would ask you to do and you'd be like, I don't really know what it is, but I'm pretty sure I don't want to do it? No, and I think you've turned it to me. Because I'm not seeing anything <laughs> sexual even. If I was like, I'm really into Daphne Fountain, you'd be like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know what that would be. Explain what it is before we agree to do it. Water sports, but from halfway down your leg. I think so, yeah. I think that's a reach, mate. I don't know. Are you okay? Maybe it's just the word fountain <laughs> oh. is leading me astray. Devney. Devney to me is so unsexual. It's like angular. Oh, do you think? Devney. I don't know. I don't... Mm. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so... Devney's at school. Now, even though she fancies everyone, they're not very nice to her. Victoria's fine, but everyone except Victoria is pretty snide to her. Mm-hmm. Not nice to her at all. Like, bitch about her behind her back. Because she's the new girl. Because she's a new girl. And she's boring. Yeah. But I she's mean, she's paired up with people. Yeah. She's given buddies. Yeah. And so she's really miserable. And there's a really sad bit, actually, where she, like, it says that she has got used to tilting back her head to hide her tears. No. Which I kind of connect with. Like, I remember when I first moved to Scotland from England and I didn't have any friends. It was so miserable because I went straight into second year of high school, which is a terrible idea because everyone's already got friends. And it was really bad. And when I look back at it, I'm like, God, I was so miserable for so long, which can't be right because I do remember getting my best mate a Christmas present the first year so I can only have had no friends for like a month mm. but that was a long fucking month and I'm sure you and did I was so miserable it's always worse in memory well yeah. is it actually no it was bad I, but I just remember because I remember doing things like that like sort of feeling like bursting into tears in the middle of the day and like mm. it was horrible I was a new kid but I was a new kid in second year of infant school so when everyone was like six or seven yeah and I don't think it's as bad no they're nicer whereas we were like 13, 12, mm. 13, and it's not. I mean, nobody was that mean. It's just it's just bad, isn't it? Like, yeah. you move to a different country and you don't know anybody and your accent's different and also you haven't got any friends. Yeah, I hadn't moved country. I was just moved around the yeah. corner. It was bad. Anyway, <laughs> I got friends pretty quickly and they were great friends all through school, so, yeah. Anyway. Nice. So I kind of connected with Devney being so sad because nobody likes her. which I don't know I guess it was an important experience for me to have to make me a better person but it wasn't much fun as most growing experiences aren't very fun most of school yeah fucking hell 
I've never heard anyone actually say out loud that school years are the best years of their life. But if anyone ever said that, I would just think, what is wrong with you? No, you have to go to somewhere you don't really want to go. What's going like, wrong with the rest of your life? I liked education. Yeah. But then, it, well, did I? I think I hated quite a lot of it. <laughs> no, I think of it like maths and yeah. history. But see, now I choose to learn stuff. Mm. Like I do courses online just for funsies. Because yeah. I'm a fucking nerd. Because we like gold stars. Because <laughs> we like to be the best. <laughs> But I mean, learning stuff is fun. Mm-hmm. It was just that you were forced to learn stuff that you weren't particularly interested in. I and like, some the teachers uniform. were great, but some teachers weren't great. Just why have you got to wear a uniform? Why? Mm, I think it's so that kids can't judge one another on their clothes. Because I think then, that's... like, poorer kids can't have nice clothes. But then the poorer kids will have a bad uniform. I think that's the fucking excuse they trot out. And I think really what they're trying to do is knock all the personality out of you. That's what I think. See, I don't think so because the first thing that everybody did when they got a uniform was like, how far can I push this uniform? Like, what can I change? Can I put badges on it? Can I take the trim off it? Can I wear a different coloured shirt? Can I have a different skirt on? So why not just say, well, everyone has to wear like basic jeans and a t-shirt, but they can be what, like whatever you want. Uh, I don't know. I don't mind uniform. I don't mind school uniform. I think it's quite a good idea. Your whole wardrobe is just a school <laughs> uniform. Because yes. Logan's very weird, isn't she? Well. Keeps dressing like she's... It's very flattering. <laughs> and then I don't have to worry about what I'm wearing. <laughs> so anyway, let's get back to Daphne. That night in the tower, um, she meets the vampire and he speaks mm. his first words to her, which are, touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I am not adding the sexualization <laughs> to this book. Touch it. Touch it. <laughs> just touch it a little bit. Just rub against it. He comes out the shutters and says, touch it. Mm-hmm. Good. Caroline. Okay. I'm going to have a little sidebar for CBC's prose because there's a bit that I love. So I'm going to quote you a bit that I love. And it's about the vampire. He came by mouth, teeth first, like green shoots in the spring moss covered he wiped them on his black cloak and the fungus was gone leaving stains on the cloak leaving his teeth white and gleaming and ready i think that's great that is very good i really like that however here's an example of when you and i'm as bad for this as anyone half the time when heather's editing my stuff she's like mate rein it in <laughs> you're not allowed you that you can't have this so many times you, bodily is the one you hate oh. you're like you cannot have the word bodily in return, you can't have the word atop. Yes, and I, there's no atop in the new novel. I'm, I'm just so finished. glad. I don't have any bodilies Good. now, but I do tend to uh, wallow in prose a bit, <laughs> and I need to be pulled back, and here's when CBC should have been pulled back. Here we go. Quote, A girl whose eyes laughed and sparkled, and whose lashes swept mysteries before me. <laughs> now... <laughs> what does that even mean? CBC... What does it mean? You can't just have words. You you can't just have words. They need to mean something. Swept you can't just mystery. Have... What is it? How can your lashes sweep mystery? Only if you do this with your head. If what? you like and toss it to one side. It, it's just words. There's no meaning. Nice prose is nice, but not if it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> not if it's just stupid. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to Devney. She makes a wish to be beautiful. Mm. And the she sacrifices Arissa to the vampire. 
so that she can have Iris's beauty. Girl, you won't be able to fuck her. Exactly. Well, Come she realises that at the end. Yeah, she's she's like, going oh, on a queer no. journey. True, yeah. She's like, I thought I wanted to be beautiful. Really, I just wanted to see beauty naked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she really wants to have Arissa, Arissa? Yeah. Arissa's beauty so that she can look at herself in the mirror. Just look at, look Arissa, at Arissa and do things to her. Come yeah. on. I know, do things to her. With her. With. At. Ooh, Touch was... it. <laughs> Touch it, Arissa. <laughs> so then at school, everyone loves beautiful Devney. And like, the bus driver gives her a thumbs up, which she, she seems to think is great. Attractive. <laughs> thumbs nice up. Nice one, successful female. Everyone goes on about how beautiful You're she like, is. You're like, this is a woman who has succeeded because I want to fuck her. Yeah, well which done. I'm like, mm, problematic yeah and like does, isn't there a bit where like builders shout at her and she's like yeah well her parents are like oh it's so attractive let's get some pictures taken now like right it is a bit calm down. gross is it a comment on the sexualization of teenage girls it might be it I might don't be think it's conscious but it's there i don't know cbc Maybe. i reckon she's mm. i think cbc's smart However, don't worry, um, she's still got time for a little bit of fat shaming. Mm. Can't have a point in her with no fat shaming. No, CBC, we thought you were better than this. I know. Again, maybe it's conscious. Maybe she's saying like, look, now that she's beautiful, she's become not a very nice person. Because this is what we've got. She was beautiful. She ate differently. A beautiful girl did not stuff her face and snatch extras and lean across to grab more, she thought. A beautiful girl spent the entire lunch period nibbling delicately on the rim of a single cracker. Which, I'm gonna call it, a hot girl enjoying her food is fucking hot. Yeah. Like, someone who's enjoying what they're eating is sexy. Yeah. Someone who's, like, nibbling a cracker and looking sad, no. I think that's knowing do you think yeah i would like to say that we give cbc so much more leeway than any other point horror author because she proves that she's mm. worth it um yeah i'd like to think that she's saying that's what she thinks she should think whoa that was a lot of words i hope so yeah i hope so I want, it, I want that to be true. Um, also, yeah, it's that male fantasy isn't even that. The male fantasy is like a super hot woman who just can eat whatever she wants as well. But is also very thin so and never exercises, but is also thin. Yeah, but has beautiful skin and will drink a, like 40 with you and eat three pizzas, but never gain any weight, which Sorry. is ridiculous. No. Um, but I, yeah, I feel like she's just got it wrong there. That's not what people want yeah. hot people to do. They want I to agree. see them eat a massive burger. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Oh. Hello. Did you just eat oh, a massive burger? If only. It's because I've not really had any breakfast. <laughs> However, already, Devney is starting to realise that being beautiful is not everything. Because here we go, we have, we're about halfway through the book now, and we have, um, because obviously Arissa has been sacrificed to the vampire, so she, her beauty has gone. Mm. Because now Devney's got it. Mm. So here we go. Quote, Trey said, I mean, I didn't want to spend time with her, meaning Arissa. The kind of girl that guys puke if they get stuck with. You know, a real dog. Devney was chilled. Trey could not have been with Arissa ten minutes. Did he really judge completely, entirely on looks? Yeah, dick. Yeah, you right? know, you know that of him. Well, yeah, that's true. Also, puke. <laughs> I know. Literally vomit. A real dog? Dog. Oh. Like, oh, so, God. I mean, Trey is a dickhead, but she's sort of starting to realise, like, oh my God, why did I want these attractive but horrible people around me i also like that she's like well i just thought i was plain before i'm like this horrifying <laughs> was i yeah, that right? horrifying <laughs> i'm like fuck it up 
Yeah. So she's already realizing that like, oh, this is weirdly enough, being beautiful is not the answer to all my problems. <laughs> so then she makes another wish. Remember Victoria? Mm-hmm. She wishes to be smart like Victoria. Fair enough. Yeah. At first it goes great. She knows the answers to everything that gets asked in class. Although she's a bit unsettled by it because it feels like someone is speaking through her mouth. So she's like, I know all the answers, but like I don't really know them. Yeah. I just can sort of parrot information. I don't yeah. actually know or understand anything. That's how my GCSEs went. Uh, <laughs> I did like very well in my GCSEs, but I don't know any of that information because I just revised it. And it's not satisfying if you don't actually know it. Well, that's why I think exams are bullshit. bullshit like yeah. Susie, who does our editing and our theme tune. Hey, Susie, love you. She said that to pass her exams, she just memorized an essay. That's literally what and, I like, did. Wrote it in her exam. So you're like, what's the point of that then? I just memorized the whole revision what's guide. The point? And that doesn't mean I'm clever. Anything. It means I've just got a good memory for very brief periods. <laughs> See, I'm shit at exams. So, like, when I was at school, it was a mix of like coursework during the year and then exams and I would always do really well in my coursework and then my exam would like pull the grade down because see, it's so pressure as I well I can't think in the moment and also like you sit there for three hours and you have to write like an entire fucking essay by hand or at least you did when we were at school yeah it's not testing anything useful is it anyway, I also sorry. got a nosebleed halfway through an exam and like I couldn't leave so I had to just like sit with a tissue on my face like still writing because otherwise <laughs> I would have fucked my exam oh that's so awful right isn't that horrible I also had an S Club 7 song stuck in my head through the whole exam maybe S that's why I got a nosebleed it was that exact line there ain't no party like an S Club party <laughs> on a loop for oh, three hours no, no wonder I had a nosebleed <laughs> <laughs> just the sheer stress of the brain oh it's an S Club nosebleed also, nosebleed hello ooh any listener to the podcast will realise Heather and I don't remember detail. We remember the general sense of a thing. Yeah, what happened But we don't remember happened. what year it happened or what person it happened to. <laughs> and that's bad for exams. Yeah. And also pub quizzes. I'm not very good at dates. No. No, I'm really good at dates of like what year an album came out. <laughs> but not like when a battle happened. Because <laughs> you were alive when it happened? Because I just give a shit about one and not okay. about the other. <laughs> Okay, so the, the downside, of course, is that Devney has had to sacrifice Victoria to the vampire in order to get her smarts. And we have this. I think this is pretty good. Quote, Victoria had walked, in, had walked in with long demanding strides, daring you to keep up and despising you if you fell behind. Victoria no longer had the walk. <gasps> she was just a female thing who slouched from one desk to another, confused and mumbling. Oh, Horrible. That sounds like she's like a like a drug addict as well. Yeah, or like she's had a stroke or some kind of brain damage. Or, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, bad, bad, bad. Horrible. So she's already starting to feel bad about this because she's like, not only did I not earn this, I don't know if you would call it intelligence, like this knowledge, this mm. sort of general knowledge, but she's like, look at the price that I've had to pay. So then, worst of all, because you know, You've always got to have three, because it's a fairy tale. <laughs> so you've all, everything comes in threes, a fairy tale or a joke. It's always rule of three. She has to make a third wish. So her third wish is worst of all, because she thinks, my mother is pathetic. I wish for a new mother. <sighs> and as soon as she thinks that, she goes, no, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. But you've said it now. But you've said it now. And like, I'm sure I did that as a horrible teenager. I'm oh, yeah. sure I told my mum that I hated her. Oh yeah, And I sure. never really hated her. And as soon as I said it at the time, I was like, I shouldn't have said that. But because I was a dickhead, I didn't take it back. Yeah, same. Yeah. Exactly same. Yeah. Also, 
Why do vampires grant wishes? <laughs> uh, now I'm thinking of it. It really she, is terrible. She has conflated a vampire and a, and genie. a genie. You know, the vampire that comes out of the lamp. No, no. the genie that the comes ge- out of your flat. The vampire that comes out of your labia <laughs> and grants no. you wishes. No. Okay. Why not? It's so weird. Play with tropes. <laughs> Do what you want, I suppose, but you get it wrong. So. The vampire's sort of broken his own internal logic here because, okay, she wants Arissa's beauty, so she has to sacrifice Arissa. She wants Victoria's um, smarts, so she has to sacrifice Victoria. She wants a different mother. Logically, she should either have to sacrifice her own mother or, like, another woman. Yeah. But that's not what happens. The vampire weirdly decides that he wants this random character called Karen. (laughs) Who is introduced just for this. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, that'd be too weird if I took someone else's mother. I'll have Karen. I'll have Karen instead. She can be your mother. Okay, fine. This teenager. All right, then. Um, I'm picturing Karen as, you know, like the woman from the meme who has the blonde hair that's like the choppy bob that wants to speak to the manager. Um, I, you know, the picture I showed you earlier of a cockatiel called David, because we were looking up animals to adopt. There was a cat called Karen from finance. Oh. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and it did have one of those faces. But I imagined her as the one from Mean Girls whose breasts can tell the weather. Isn't oh, she, she called is Karen? called Karen. Okay. Yeah, that's that's actually better. It's a 70% chance that it's already raining. <laughs> generic wants to speak to manager woman. I did say to Heather that you cannot have a cockatiel called David when your boyfriend is also called David. But he's so cockatiel isn't he? He is quite. He likes to peacock. He does. <laughs> well, you know what, peacocks are different. I know, but I feel like cockatiels also like to peacock. Maybe. They like to cockatiel. <laughs> yeah. And as you said, then I can say, David, stop looking in your, in your little mirror. <laughs> David, stop pooping on the floor. <laughs> David, you've eaten all your seeds. David, get your head out of that trough. You've had enough. <laughs> I'd David. just like to clarify that that wasn't fat shaming. That was, David, stop eating the food that I've waited for us to have tomorrow. David does enjoy his food. He does enjoy his food. Good. Bless him. Why don't, we, um, why don't we start making more food so that we can have spare... I do, David. <laughs> and yet, it's oh, all gone by the end of the meal. You already ate the spare, David. <laughs> <laughs> Poor lovely David. Yes, he's cocktail the best. David. So, Devney decides that, for some reason, sacrificing Karen is just too far. I mean, Arissa and Victoria, fine. Fine. But not random Karen. <laughs> because <laughs> Protect then it, Karen. Because then it might then be my mum, even though it wasn't, I even when I said it. I don't know. Or she doesn't want Karen to be her mum. I'm unclear. <laughs> The the internal logic has broken. Okay, here's where it gets something. (laughs) Here's where. It gets really something. (sighs) Something happens. Here's what happens. Devney gets home. Her mother is in the attic with the shutters. Oh, no. Oh, no. However, Devney realises, oh, look, there's a cross on the powder room door. On the what? Hey? The pow- the door of the powder room. The bathroom. I guess. Why does she call it the powder room? I don't Who know why. Because they... <laughs> okay. you powder your nose there. I don't know why you call it that. Okay, so she takes... <laughs> I love this. She takes the door off the hinges <laughs> so she can carry it upstairs. Now, you could have made a cross out of two wooden spoons. No, out of literally any two long, thin objects. It has to you be the one off the door. You, you're going to take the door off the hinges. I mean, I quite like that. It hasn't been blessed. 
It's not a sacred <laughs> powder room door. Maybe it's a religious powder room. We don't what? know. We don't know what it does. Well, who knows what you do in the powder room? Maybe it's where you keep your incense. <laughs> I have no idea. I love that she takes the door off. What the fuck? It's so weird. Is that the only, like, cross item in your house? Also, I couldn't take a door off, uh, off its hinges if I tried, so... Well, no, it's weird. She just seems to, like, I'll just lift the pegs from the hinges. And I'm like, this is a flimsy powder room. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have a much more secure powder room door. Come on. <laughs> How are you going to powder privately? <laughs> You're going to powder in what, peace. What are you powdering? <laughs> anyway. Touch it. The vampire's not there. And her mum's fine. <laughs> so, cool. <laughs> what, have you, what are you doing with that door? Well, her mum's basically like, oh, you brought the door. And she's like, yeah, I thought I would bring the door in here. And her mum's like, great. Whereas I feel like if I had gone to my parents' house and take the door off the hinges, my mum would have something to say about it. <laughs> she would wouldn't be just livid. be like, yeah, you have that door. We don't need it. Why did we have a door in the first place? She's kind of like, oh yeah, it's got a cross on it. Cool. What? <laughs> what the fuck? I really like her mum. I just feel like she's so bizarre. I just feel like it's definitely just hallucinating <laughs> this entire thing because her mum does not act like... Not only does she not act like a mum, she just doesn't act like a person. <laughs> I, I like her. <laughs> Come on. If David, she's nice. If David came into the room holding a door, you wouldn't just be like, oh, cool. No, I'd be livid because be like, I know it'd be me that you it would be me that had to put it back on. He would just put it to one side and go and do something else. <laughs> We've got two doors in our flat that have been there since we bought it. I mean, you've got more doors that are attached to the rooms. But we've just got two that just aren't. Spare ones. I don't know. I feel like we shouldn't throw them away. Have you looked behind them? Do they go to Narnia? Oh my God, that's a good question. Right? That would explain why we can fit so much shit in that cupboard. Yeah. Secret nanny cupboard. I often have dreams that I find a secret door in the flat and it leads to like extra rooms I didn't know were there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I don't have dreams like that. I do. I mean, I have horrible dreams as well. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> so. Pin that one. <laughs> there we go. So her mum's fine. Uh, her mum makes her and her brother hot chocolate with marshmallow fluff. And then there's a cute ending where Devney says, That's what's beautiful, thought Devney. Ordinary things. Which, I'm not really sure how she earned this. Like, how did she learn that lesson? She didn't. So wait, what happened to the vampire at the end? It just wasn't there. Right, yeah, I thought I'd missed something. I just, well, I don't know, I guess he really hates the powder room door. Oh yeah, because it's got the cross on, so the I idea is that he can't get in there anymore. I but mean, I don't but... know if that's the case. Or he's just still in the shutters? Look, I'm going to call it... This book's basically just a worst version of a worse version of the first book. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, but like uh, terrible. How do why is how it granting get to that ending? I don't know. That's not how it works. But also, why does Devney think ordinary things are fine? I don't <laughs> ordinary things aren't fine. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't like learn that. She didn't come to a place of realization. No, there was no arc. Well, maybe she's ordinary. She realises she's fine being ordinary and that's I what see. it means. So the whole book is about learn your place and don't get out of it. That's exactly what we're taking wow. away from it. Wow, was this written by the upper class? So is she not going to fuck Arissa then? I assume so. Maybe In my head like, she is. Yeah, but she's like, well, actually, I like ordinary things and she's too pretty now. No. You know, like when you meet someone really attractive and you feel like, oh my God, but then you meet them and you're kind of like, oh, I don't know, you're just kind of too... Like, it doesn't spill over into actual attraction? No. Maybe, no? <laughs> okay. 
I don't I don't know. Do you not do that? You look at people and you're like, oh my god, and then you meet them and you're like, oh, I don't know, actually, no. See, I don't know, because I, I tend not to go, f- like, I think you like more classically handsome people than I do. Mm, maybe, yeah. I don't really like that sort of classically good-looking look I don't. So maybe much. I don't like it, because maybe I meet them and then go, oh, no, not interested at all. So maybe I've just been conditioned to think a certain way is attractive. Maybe. Because, yeah, the people I'm actually attracted to. You know, David's famously hideous. <laughs> Famously a fucking troll of a man. Right. Um, <laughs> can He's I... very handsome. He and is. a lovely person. Yeah, and unfortunately he knows it. Um, oh dear. So I... I, I find someone's attractiveness automatically ratchets down several points as soon as they are arrogant or think that they're good looking. David really had to work to win you over. Yeah. When you met him, because you were like, oh, look at this dick. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then you I was like, look at this wrestling. fucking football player. But yeah, it turns out he's actually super smart and kind of shy. Not a football player. No. Yeah. Um, can I... There's a perennial question posed in this book. Can I tell you what it is? Who is in this house with me? Who lives between those shutters? Who <laughs> 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 indeed <laughs> Who lives within my shutters? It's a lifelong question. <laughs> We're always learning. It changes. Um. You, you roll with it. You change. Okay. Wait for this clusterfuck of American things. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can oh. I do my Paris oh, favorite, favorite lines? Oh, is it Okay. Yeah. Um, velvet lined with slime. Oh, and isn't that a good description of your vagina, though? Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't use slime. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Wetness, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. But I reckon she's gone full for it there. Mm, and yeah. then this one. <clears throat> Sorry, I've got to get my full Vincent Price voice for this one. Okay, I'm ready. How right Trey is thought Devney. I am a dark horse. Following a dark path. <laughs> I don't know if that's what dark horses no, do. I don't think you've understood that metaphor. <laughs> I guess what does it mean? I don't dark know horse. what it means. Like you might, they might come out of a shadow and you wouldn't see it. Like you wouldn't see them in the dark because they're also dark. I don't know. I really like dark this. Horse. I don't even know if this is a metaphor or just a thing that I read somewhere, but it was that uh, a thief always has a black dog. Because like, you can't see them in the dark. Ah, right, okay. Which I liked because I have a black dog. I'm a thief. <laughs> no, you can fucking see Rosie a mile away. You can just uh, from it see her. her little grey hairs in the end of a snout. grey face. She had a black face when we got her and she's getting grey. Oh. Um, I've also got an actual good bit. Oh, cool. Um, and his laughter... Where? <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> Must have missed it. I really found it. Um, and his laughter curled into the dawn. His dark path retreated. And after a long time, Devney Fountain turned around and went to find a mirror. Oh, that's when she's like changed and then he's gone. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a nice Following ending. Following a dark path. <laughs> I just didn't feel like it was earned. No. Oh no, that was what. That's at the beginning when. Oh, I see. Made her beautiful. Oh, I, I see. think. I can't remember. Okay, I see. Okay, here are the American things. Tell me if you know what any of these things are. Model United Nations, high school ball, the announcer for the basketball season, the pit band. I mean, I think I know what the announcer for the basketball season is. You like the commentator? Yeah. So students do that, do they? Oh, no, I thought it would be a grown-up. Well, it's not in this book. Oh. Because it's the same person is in Model United Nations, the high school ball. Like someone Is made the a... announcer and also is in the pit band. Someone's made... Sorry. Someone's made a model of the United Nations. Or do you mean they do it? I think they... Like, yeah. It's like a mock... UN. What, they come together and advocate for war in different countries? I don't know. (laughs) 
I don't know what it is. She's got an opinion. Um, <laughs> yeah, very weird. I don't know. Maybe what it's it like is. a like an excessive student council, which we also never had because I went to a comprehensive. <laughs> I think we did have a debate club at my school. Oh god, pop shows. We fucking tennis rackets. <laughs> I only ever had one tennis racket. I really thought that was sufficient. <laughs> My comprehensive got some funding and we built tennis courts because oh. they were they were like, look at this school, what can we make them good at? Sport! <laughs> that'll do. <laughs> Give them some tennis courts and that'll be okay. That's yeah. better than funding, isn't it? My high school was definitely, as Annie says, fur coat knee knickers. Like, <laughs> it thought it was a lot fancier than it actually was. That applies to so many things. We were not fur coat. No. We just were, knee we were just barely knickers, yeah. <laughs> God. Just wearing your fur coat as knickers like a caveman. <laughs> what? Is that a fur coat in the mud? Is that just a bunch of naked kids? What's happening? Oh, they're fucking each other, I see. Speaking of naked, we've got some fashion. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me tell you about this fashion. This is my favourite. Is this the 90s-ish-ist? <laughs> thing that you've ever heard jeans with a row of denim bows at the backs of the calves oh christ almighty That's no no <laughs> no is that horrible oh i'm having a reaction i'm gonna wait till you're asleep and glue denim bows you <laughs> know my new levi's yes oh no ruined oh. denim bows <laughs> on the calves not even one. It's just the more you think about it, the worse. <laughs> Why would you do that? It would catch on things. However, Devney has realised that is a fashion no-no. Good. Do you want to know the fashion? Yes, yes. Oh, no. Here we go. A long black skirt with a filmy brown and gold overskirt with a thin black baggy sweater and a gold necklace, which I'm picturing, your face is not impressed, but I'm picturing like Winona Ryder in Heathers mm. would wear something like that. Yeah, maybe. I, I can't put a skirt and jumper together in my head. No. I, but then that's why I don't wear skirts, because I just don't know what to do with them. See, I, I would wear like a like an A-line skirt, so like a flaring out skirt, but a fitted jumper. Yeah. You wouldn't generally wear like a baggy top and a baggy bottom. Yeah, because then you're just like a bag. Yeah, well I do look like a bag when I do that. <laughs> do we have any stupid names? Well, definitely. <laughs> Trey. Oh, yeah, don't like All of them actually have got terrible names. I don't like the name Trey. I, always, I can't help saying it in a sort of sneering way. Trey. 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 Yeah. Like trip. Okay. Queer subtext. There's loads. It's all queer subtext. Yeah. I'm choosing to read this entire book as her queer, her coming of queer. <laughs> Queering out. If you will. Uh, that she's realising that, oh, I'm actually not, I don't actually want to be these women. I want to be with these women. Yeah. That's how I'm choosing to read anyway. Therefore, you don't have to be attractive, because they are. Come on. Well, depends if they are into you. Well, true. Yeah. And to be honest, it's not really... She's not going to be... They're not going to be into her just because of her looks. They're going to be into, into her if she's, like, funny and smart and interesting. personality. Yeah. And, yes. Because, um, I, I mean, let's was... be real, like, that's what people generally like. Yeah. It is all queering out. Yeah. For sure. And then, yeah, she's not really into the men at all. No. They're just like they're handsome, handsome fine, I suppose. Very, very masculine. If well you have done. To. Well done. If you're hungry for a hot dog. But this girl. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. You've got a penis. But look at this chick. Oh my God. Let me give you two pages about her. <laughs> Do we have a too stupid to live heroin? Mm, I mean, 
she is she stupid she's just sort of she's a bit basic getting come on get to it she's just a bit nothingy i mean i'm glad that she's finding her queer self yeah like good for her she's not very interesting i wouldn't if i saw there was another book about devney i wouldn't be like yes can't she, wait to meet her again she's teenage basic yeah i just want to be popular and attractive well, i'm just a teenage basic maybe. i'm sure we've all been there mm-hmm. for a, a brief period um, but yeah. she's not really. But then she's not. She's not really a heroine. She just takes the door off. I know. What What do you do to win? Nothing. The vampire's just gone. Wish him away. I have exorcised my labia. <laughs> just wish. With him, the powder wish, room door. Wish, wish There's a sentence leave. I bet you never thought of anybody would ever say. <laughs> <laughs> this door has really helped me get the vampire off my shirts. Um, yeah, weird. Need the vampire out of your vag? Well. Also, if it was just you need a cross in the room you don't want them to go in, that's a very easy thing we could have done right at the beginning. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Troubled, troubled. Um, There's no sexy sociopath, really, because it's not really a love interest. Like, she's perving on all these girls, but it's only at the end, I think, that she makes herself open to lust. And the vampire's not hot. No, he's got tinfoil... Hands. I mean, if he is a drag queen, well, potentially to be attractive, maybe. I don't like the hands, no, it'll chafe. I just think chafe on your soft bits. Put long nails near your shutters. No, it's bad. Yeah, it's potentially dangerous. As someone with current long nails, long nails. I was thinking they're very long. I know it just happens though. I just, I have to. It's like nature. I have to trim it back. Yeah, I don't try. They just end up being this long. I really hate when my nails go over the tips of my fingers because it's like when I type, they click off the keys and yeah. I don't like it. It creeps Listen. me out. Ah, That's no. the noise, yeah. Don't like it. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, you don't want that. No. Death Toll is zero. Not even the vampire. Nobody dies. I mean, he's dead. I, I mean, he's undead. undead. Yeah. But he d- doesn't die further. He doesn't undie. <laughs> is it good, though? Mm, no sorry cbc yeah it's really i'm gonna give it a two she's not really committed i think that's it no i think she's just got the commission to do a sequel she's in brim pressure like into it. i don't really know what to do i guess i'll just rewrite the same story again but worse because yeah. she, her heart wasn't in it usually her heart's really in the bizarre shit she writes she usually leans way in too much if anything well yeah <laughs> um but yeah okay two yeah oh but then is it it's just sort of nothing. Maybe three. Maybe I'll give it a three. I mean, I guess our expectations are high because we yeah. like CBC. And I do this like is the, the worst CBC. Definitely. I like, I like the queerness, though. Yeah. I mean, if we're choosing to read it that way. I am. We are. Is it good bad? Oh, it's not even. It's again a three. It's not like trash. I'm going to give it a two. We'll give it yeah, a three no, for good and a two, two for, for good bad. Fair enough, yeah. Because um, yeah. it's just not got anything gross enough or funny enough or, or weird enough or stupid enough or... It's just sort of fine. Yeah. CBC, go where your heart takes you. CBC, we still believe in you. Yeah. I feel like we've got other CBCs to read, and I think she can pull it back. But this is not. Pull back your shirts. Yeah. (laughs) Let's see what you've got. Oh, mate. Touch it. (laughs) Wish I hadn't told you that line. You're going to be using it all the time now. You're going to go home to David. Touch it. Touch it. Say it in the night. Uh, so next time, I think we're going to have a lot more to talk about because we've got the fucking babysitter for, which I've heard is when it really goes off a cliff. Although that's what we said last time and it didn't. So I'm hoping it's this time. I, I re- I've heard. Okay. I've heard this is a lot. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm actually really excited. Like we've we not do. had one I hate in ages. 
Yeah, right? This has definitely been the season with the fewest duds, and I think it's because it was chosen by the listeners. Yeah. They clearly have better taste than us. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, listeners. We want real shit ones this time. <laughs> um, We've still got some robot steins to go, so... We are going to need to start sourcing for the next one, though. Next yeah, series. yeah. So... Get on our socials, which mm-hmm. are? Which are Twitter is at Teenage Scream underscore and Instagram is at Teenage Scream pod. And tell us, and you can also request books if you're part of our Patreon community um, at Teenage Scream, what? No, at patreon.com slash <laughs> Teenage Scream podcast. Um, and you will also get an extra bonus episode every month and a cool ass pin badge and you will help us replace the microphones that I have broken. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Although sorry. it seems to have held together with that sticky tape just tape it's it to my fine. tit directly if you can hear a weird crinkly noise that's not our tin foil nails no that's heather's sellotaped microphone <laughs> it seems to be doing fine yeah we'll see we'll see when we listen back mm-hmm. um so next time we will be fucking hating on rl stein i can't do, wait do you think it'll take us by surprise and we'll love it no have we ever loved a robot stein don't think we have no we've said that they were acceptable at best Oh, I don't know if we've even said that. That's how I would, if I was ever to blurb a robot Stein, I would, my blurb would say, acceptable at best. I'd say, it's a book. It's got words. It's got, it's readable. Time passed. Time passed. <laughs> it's certainly an entity. Or my quote would just be, I read it. <laughs> I have read this book, Kirsty Logan. <laughs> That's the best I can say Sure, Kirsty Logan. <laughs> So get ready for that next time, guys. See you next week. Bye.